0: Hello, you little noodles, and welcome to episode eighty-eight of Hungry in Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and today I'm joined in Fort Lewis Studios by my blogging partner Renee.
1: It's finally getting fall, y'all. Mm-hmm.
0: And our producer Carrie.
2: Yes, it is. <laughs> Look at my I face. Like it. <laughs>
0: I don't, like yeah. the, I
2: don't like the cold, man.
1: You it's know? not cold. She's not, it's, she's not a fan of the cold and Carrie also doesn't like it when it gets darker sooner. That's right. And it's it's cold it's cold in my house. Like it's feels good to me. It feels good to me. It's, it it's, it's sixty
2: seven down here in the downstairs part and feels then amazing. And the upstairs part it is it was sixty five, so I actually had to turn the heat on because I was like, mm mm, that's too cold.
0: No. I like to play that game where I wait and see how long it takes me to turn the heat yep. on. It's uh, usually when the house gets to sixty four, so we're not there yet. I think it was at a cool sixty nine up top. My brother.
2: I mean, I just I just can't sleep like that. And the, the, I said the problem with this house partially it's it's the house's fault <laughs> because honestly, when when it gets this time of year, like the back of the house, at the part that we live in downstairs, mostly where the TV and and all that is, gets zero sun, like no sun, like none sun. So, it stays really cold. None, son. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I was kind of thinking that, too. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. You ain't got none, son. We
2: don't. We don't have none, son, son. None, son, son.
0: (laughs) Okay, let's stop that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. I start to wear a lot of layers. And I like to sleep in a lot of clothes. It makes me feel comfy and cozy. And I sleep
1: better when it's cold. Same. Yep. So if I'm burning up at all, don't sleep. I'm awake. It's horrible.
0: I do have my new favorite um, fall lounging accessory. It's um, my glow-in-the-dark sweatpants from FrightRags.com. And nice. they're Halloween 3 edition. And they glow in the dark. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Yeah. So.
2: Fright Rags. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and they have like the masks on one leg and like the Halloween 3 and the TV and the kids with the bugs come out of space on the other one. So. <laughs> nice. Yeah, they're very cozy and then in the middle of the night you have a built-in nightlight when you have to get up to pee. All right. <laughs> So, I like it. They like have it. lots of glow-in-the-dark um, apparel, so you should check them out. They're not paying me. I just like those sweatpants, that's all.
2: We seem to endorse a lot of products on this show that we don't get paid for.
0: Yeah. That's true. If they want to pay me, sure. you can reach me at hungrykentucky at gmail.com. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's. that's this a good time. For that, I've been having... I haven't had a pumpkin spice latte, but I have had the pumpkin cold foam cold brew.
2: And you had pumpkin beer, technically, too.
0: I did. It didn't really taste like a pumpkin beer, But, which it, was, was but it, was good. it was good. It was good. It was good. It was light and crisp. Is crisp a word for it?
2: Yeah, uh, It was light and creamy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, because it had lactose in it.
0: Yeah. It sure did. Um... It was good. It was from Mirror Twin. So Mirror Twin has a pumpkin beer out. So I yeah. want you to go check it it's called out. called
2: Not Your Mom's Pumpkin Pie.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And it has lactose. So there's a there's a creaminess to it. I mean, there's no other way to yep. put it. And it <laughs> has
0: vanilla and pumpkin yeah. spice. Yeah, and
1: that's
2: good.
0: Graham
1: crackers. Well, normally pumpkin pie will have that little dollop of whipped cream on the top. So I can see where that got incorporated. Oh, yeah.
2: That's that's, a, that's a 100% where they were going with mm-hmm. it. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. The pumpkin is upon us. It's where We're amongst them. Amongst. The well, gets. and I guess
2: technically, what in on is it Friday? Is Friday October first? Uh, yes, it is. Okay. Or is it
0: Saturday?
1: Saturday. Yes. So I guess technically Saturday starts spooky season. Spooky oh, season. Yeah. Plus, it also for you Hocus Pocus fans out there, Hocus oh, Pocus two comes out <laughs> October first. God, I'm sorry. I am so <laughs> sorry. I've already watched the first one. I have to work when it's coming out, and my best friend is having a. Hocus pocus party that I'm missing, which I'm upset about. But you know, tis the life of. I'm upset. In the I'm pharmacy. upset.
2: I'm missing it too. You, if know. you look.
1: It I'm really torn. Yeah. Up. Right. Yeah. yeah.
2: And you know, John. I don't was, know if I'm gonna make it. You know, John was like, "We go watch the second one." I was like, "Why this? The first one is so awful." And he's like, "I know it's so awful, but we have to watch it for the awfulness."
0: No, so what you have to watch instead for the awfulness is the monsters movie that came out today on Netflix. Did you watch?
2: You haven't watched it yet, have you?
0: Why no? I've been at
2: Okay, I, okay. I'm just making sure. Did you watch it? No, oh. I didn't even know it came out yet.
0: Oh, I just got a a text saying a happy monster day. Oh God! <laughs>
2: you know what? That would be a good one to to watch while you're drinking with with some other people. I don't think I could handle watching that one sober by myself. I
0: kind of want to see how bad it really is. I'd love Rob Zombie, but the trailer looks so bad.
2: But see, that's that's what I'm saying is that that we need to, like me and you or whatever, need to get together and just drink and then watch it and then talk about how bad it is.
0: (laughs) Watch it sober, then watch it drunk, Mm. and then see... Which one's better?
2: Well, it's probably going to drive you to drinking. I guarantee you. I, I bet. I bet you money on the table right now that you wouldn't. Won't be able to get through it sober. You'll be running for the, and running for the the alcohol.
0: I can't watch this sober. No, nah, I just turn it off. Honestly, off the remote, Ugh. through the TV. It's awful. Yeah, sad day. Um, I did actually watch a good. Which I mean, this isn't food related, but I did watch a good horror movie at the movies. The desiree and we went and saw barbarian so
2: that was a brett recommend wasn't it mm-hmm.
0: yes um he bullied me into watching it and bullied us in texting me every day and asked me if i'd seen it yet so i had to go see it and uh yeah to
1: get the text messages to stop mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. kind
0: of um what i mean listen i i like text messages from my friend brett please don't stop texting me that'd be rude um but yeah, they were. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Uh-huh. It was. I didn't know really what it was gonna be because I didn't look into it. But it was something. Okay. So, so and that sounds like it was bad, but it was good. It's just hard to explain. So
2: recommend for spooky season. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, for sure. It has some. Uh, it's, it has some comedy in it. In the middle there, but um, yeah, would recommend.
1: So yeah. yeah. Well, far far as pumpkin stuff that I've had so far. I made pumpkin whoopie pies, which are basically if you've ever had a pumpkin roll. Uh, I mean, I know what a whoopie
2: pie is. Well,
1: there's a lot of people that don't know what whoopie pies are, and it blows my mind. I'll say whoopie pie, and it, they're just what that they know what a pumpkin roll is. So, but it's basically a pumpkin roll, but it's deconstructed into a sandwich. Oh, form. A pumpkin roll is like a Swiss roll without the chocolate. Yes, but it's you know the pumpkin cake, and it has the yeah, cream cheese with the filling cre- on the inside, scroll, right? Yeah. Well. This, I made the whoopie pies because you can put more of that cream cheese filling into a whoopie pie than you can inside that Swiss roll. It's true. It's better. Yeah. So, but I've I've made those. Absolutely delicious. Um, I've had the pumpkin chocolate chip cookies that Kroger they have out. I need to actually make my own. But they're absolutely to die for. They're kind of cakey texture. They're not like a crunchy like what you would have, like a normal cookie They're more on the cakey side, but they're delicious if you like that. And I've also had at first watch their pumpkin pancakes are out, which are really good, but also added chocolate chips to those makes that to die for. So those are those are some good pumpkin options.
2: I mean, I'm fine with all that in small doses, but I can't (laughs) have it every day. And like I can't have all that stuff right in a row. It's too much. It's just first of all, it's too much sweet. And I just I can't do too much sweet. But then second of all, it's too much pumpkin spice. It is overload. Blow
1: your taste buds out.
0: Yeah, I had too much sweet uh, over the past several days, so I'm just going to have even more today.
1: So. I don't even know <laughs> how to comprehend your all sentences. What, too much sweet? Yeah, I, I don't know how to comprehend your all. Yeah, I, I mean, can't do it.
0: You, guys, you guys here can hear my stomach uh, rumbling. I don't know if it's being picked up on the mic. Probably I not. feel like it's all because of the, all of the sweets I've had. My yeah. stomach's like, stop. Pudding sweets in me. I don't like it anymore. <laughs> so I need to give it a break after today. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. Yeah. Well, we have a lot of um, good stuff to talk about today. But first, if you work in the restaurant industry or you have a food blog or anything related to food, uh, let us know because we'd love to have you on the show. You can sign into our DMs on Twitter and Instagram at HungryAndKY or you can email us at hungry and gmail.com. Uh, we can also do Skype calls if you're not local or you don't want to come see all of the bourbon in this room. Which I don't know why you wouldn't, but whatever. Uh, so yeah, hit us up. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, all the other words that have anything to do with that album. <laughs> words. Words. <laughs> words are hard. Um, so we already talked about... like. Some spooky stuff, but what kind of food things have we been into? Carrie, you have some things that you've been doing.
2: So I have three things that I've been repeating in my head today, and I even texted Sarah and I said, remind her me mantra. that I have three things today that I want to talk about since <laughs> the, we last recorded. <laughs> and actually, go ahead, yeah. I'll, I'll slide that a f- was,
0: Oh, I was going to say. What's that? It was just Sunday, but...
2: Well, no, it's well, not GBS. <laughs> last time we recorded, hungry you, like, wow, Yeah, things that happened. yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess we should probably real quickly slide in a fourth thing, and that you know we had Danielle on the show last time. Yeah, right. Yes. The is. inebriated baker. I have to enunciate that, or <laughs> else it won't come out of my mouth. Inebriated baker. Yes, but you know she talked about her new storefront that's coming to Fayette Mall. Yes. And Go just check her. Out. Well, just well, to, just it's to, not open yet. Yeah, just to put it out there, she said, "I think they were supposed to open on the twenty fourth, twenty second, twenty second, somewhere mm-hmm. in there." And unfortunately, um, she had posted on her Instagram that due to some supply chain issues, which you know, it happens. Yes, um, they have had to push that opening to October the second. Yes, so that will be this coming Sunday. Still happening.
1: Yes,
0: yeah. not yet. Yeah. So so Keep but that
2: storefront will be rocking and rolling here pretty soon
0: and thank again for coming on danielle we love it when you come on um and feel free to come back in other seasons that aren't just fall right so yes we decided that we need to have her back and have a whole tasting menu
2: we totally do because all i know of her her, 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 the apple and the pumpkin which i love i don't get me wrong i love them but yeah. yeah so well maybe i could just get up off my butt and go to fayette mall and actually give her money
1: (laughs) <laughs> well, we have yeah. had her cheese spreads. The very first time she came, yeah. she brought cheese spreads, mm-hmm. and yeah, she does yeah. a really good job yeah. doing that. Even though, like cupcakes, are her main bread and butter. So, yeah, yep. for sure.
2: Well, I just wanted to slide that in there. Yes. just yeah. You know, yeah well, so you brought that to me. to let people know that she is opening. Just not. She's almost there. Uh, okay, so since I last talked to you two in the same room, mm-hmm. I got the opportunity, thanks to, there's a British gentleman that tailgates next to us, and for the uh, Youngstown State game, which was a mm-hmm. noon game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, breakfast tailgate. Mm-hmm. He brought a full English breakfast, which included black pudding, which I was super so excited to try. And when he pulled it out, it wasn't a big roll. It was, it was small, and I knew, I knew what it was. And then he was like, would you like to try some black pudding? And I was like, oh, my God, yes, please, because I've been dying to try this. Um, you know, see it all the time. A lot of the YouTube channels that Sarah and I watch with, like, Adam Moran, Beard Meets mm-hmm. Food, he's over in England, and he does a lot of uh, uh, English, full English breakfast challenges, right? And they always have black pudding, and that's part of a full English. Yeah. So I was super, super excited, and it was, it was really good. It was good.
1: Well, can you describe, because this is... Where I don't watch that YouTube channel, this is actually the first I've heard of it. So will you? Describe You'd never to me? eat it. You'd never eat it. So but will you describe to me what it is, though, just because I have an idea.
2: So it's basically looks you cut it up, so it's in a round. Okay. The one the, the roll he had was very small, so there were there were smaller rounds. But sometimes they can get what silver dollar size, probably. Yeah, like mm-hmm. a regular sausage. Yeah, like it so. looked like a sausage patty, but it's got spices and it's got blood in it. Yeah, it's called blood it's called, sausage. Is yeah, for, or yeah. black pudding. Oh, okay, no, I've heard yeah, blood sausage. So blood sausage, black pudding. Um, and it's got spices in it, and kind of tasted like ghetto, kind of tasted like sausage, but it was just spicy. There was no like -er mineral, mineraliness, mineral. No (laughs) irony. No, I thank you. (laughs) (laughs) There's no irony taste to it. Um, yeah, it was it was really good. And so we asked him where he got it, and he said that the Irish store that's down by McCarthy's. Has a grocery store in it that sells all kinds of Irish English import foods. Really? Like that. Mm-hmm. And he had some uh, Irish sausage that was really good. And he had some, I want to say English or Irish bacon that was very salty. It was good. But he said they sell all like the import candies, um, like the good stuff, the Cadbury's and all that. So we're going to have to go down there and check that place out.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to try to say the name of it. I know what it is, but I know I'll butcher it. It starts with a F. Yeah, it's been there forever. It's
2: right next to McCarthy's. It's been, down, it's been downtown forever, right? been downtown forever, and ever. So that was really exciting because I always see people eating it and they say it's so good and I'm mm-hmm. like, I want to try it. So I tried it, yay, and it was good.
0: Yeah, and, and a full English, too, by the way, is all the breakfast food you'd think of, but it's also beans and tomatoes. Mushrooms. And mushrooms and fried bread, which is just like toasted bread, and then bacon and black sausage and eggs and... All yeah, kinds of that's stuff. a full spread. Oh yeah, yeah. he did, yeah, he did, he didn't have
2: the yeah. beans or the mushrooms or the tomatoes, but you know he mm-hmm. had the eggs, the sausage, the bacon, and the the black pudding. And
0: I, yeah, and I think most of them had to have it be the Heinz beans. Yes,
2: yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So that was a lot of fun. I was really super excited to try that, and it was very good. And would seek it out and would eat it again if offered. Um, so then, uh, kind of sticking with uh, what am I trying to say here? Anyway. Uh, our friend Elle, uh, friend of show Elle, she's been on before, yes, mm-hmm. you know, to talk about some Jewish holidays. Mm-hmm. Well, we just had a Jewish holiday, Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year. Mm-hmm. And um, she made dinner on Sunday night and brought it over. and It was very delicious. And we had a brisket and we had matzo ball soup. And then she made something called noodle kugel, which I've never had before.
0: Sounds vaguely
2: dirty. And right, it was. It was really good. So typically, a noodle kugel is sweet. It can be savory, but you're supposed to eat it as a side dish, and it's supposed to. You're supposed to have a sweet New Year when you eat it, or whatever. It's supposed to re- like represent a sweet New Year. At mm-hmm. least that's what L told me. Yeah, so I, I believe. I, mean, it. I believe. It. So basically, it's got egg noodles, butter. Sour cream, cottage cheese, sugar. This is the recipe. I don't know if this was her recipe, but this is a recipe. Eggs, cinnamon, and raisins. And when I first ate it, I'd never eaten it before, I and mean, I thought it tasted exactly like bread pudding, like 100%. But there's no bread in it. It's just it's just noodles, and the texture was very bread pudding esque. It was really delicious. So she left a bunch of it here for leftovers, and I gave some to Renee and Sarah to try. Thus, the opening. Monologue, the, inter, mm-hmm. the opening introduction mm-hmm. to the show. And
0: I couldn't remember noodle kugel. So yes. That's why I just ah. said noodles. Well, that's close enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a little elusive. But uh, it was good. And it did taste like good. bread pudding. And it also kind of reminded me of my mom's chicken casserole. Not because it tasted of chicken, but just because it's the same like egg noodles. So I really liked it. Mm hmm.
1: No, it was very good, and the she and Elle had put uh, golden raisins. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's traditional or not, but that's what I think it's standard. I was going to say it, but I think, but that's what Elle used, and and it. I love golden raisins. I don't yeah. eat those as enough enough either. I don't ever stick them out, but I really love them. Uh, but it was really good in that.
2: Yeah, I did. I kept saying, "Oh, this is this is like Jewish bread pudding," because it, yeah. it was to me. Because when she brought it over, obviously it was it was warm or whatever because she mm-hmm. baked it but uh yeah i thought it really had that consistency of bread pudding mm-hmm. and the flavor with the cinnamon and the vanilla i think she put some vanilla in it whatever
0: yeah but, yeah no, it's very good can, you can do a lot of stuff with um egg noodles you know that's how they make um cinnamon twists at taco bell right
2: oh really mm-hmm. are you serious they really? just
0: deep fry egg noodles no yeah really yeah and put cinnamon on them huh no i didn't well i did not yeah.
2: know that either so well, so that was my second thing. And then my third thing is uh, we had our closeout uh, celebration for the campaign that we just closed out at EKU, $61 million. So it was very exciting. Uh, thank you very much. And the parting gift for all the guests were... Uh, many bunt cakes from nothing but bunt cakes and nothing bunt cakes cakes, whatever but (laughs) i told i was told before we started recording that i have had this cake before i don't remember it (laughs) but
0: (laughs) i'm pretty sure like i I can imagine you have it i feel like i brought one for a night's birthday like right at the pandemic and maybe we didn't eat it because um it's more than a feeling was here i think maybe Uh and i think we didn't eat it you just took it home that's probably what happened. But
1: no, I still think we've—I've had it before. I've brought it in. I, I—they I, I, swear they get a good chunk of my paycheck. Well, I'm going
2: to tell you right now. There this. So John and I finally split one last night, and this cake was so good. There's no way I wouldn't have remembered it. There's it's no. So I feel. Good. I feel like there's no way. Like this cake is so good that if people are like, "Oh, you need to bring something to a party or whatever," mm-hmm. I'm going there, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to get some cake. Do you like carrot cake?
1: May I do? They have uh they have carrot cake. Well, I grabbed too. two
2: two of their red velvet cakes. The red velvet That's my favorite. And it was delicious. So my
1: favorite is the white chocolate raspberry, but my second favorite is the red velvet. But honestly, they're all good. Yeah. And like
2: I'm not going to lie to you. There was people leaving this event that was uh two fist in like four cakes at a time. And <laughs> now you understand why. Yes, I didn't yeah. I, I didn't want to be greedy. But uh no, props to them for for taking them cuz they needed to be taken. But yes. uh You know, yeah, I don't remember having it, but I had it, and it's freaking delicious. And I feel like, Sarah, your story is the true story. (laughs) And the fact that S'more more than a feeling was here. You had brought the cake. Yeah, I just had this
0: random memory. We... And we had, because
1: he made us three. Yeah, because he, yeah, he, he came with
0: a ton of s'mores.
2: He and did. I was like, came
1: with I couldn't cake. eat anything, nah. anything else, sweet-wise. Yeah, because like, there was a, it lot. was a lot of sweet.
0: Yeah, and it was his birthday, too. Yeah. And I was like, well, happy birthday. Take this cake home.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, it was, Yeah, and, but I, his s'mores are so good. I have ordered them several times
0: from him since.
2: But the bottom line is, that cake is delicious. Highly recommend. Yes. yes. Yep. Those were my things. Yay, I remembered them. Yay. <laughs>
0: What about urination. Um, try anything. New? I didn't
1: do any anything food wise because I have been trying to get ready for my hubby to return home from deployment, and he has finally made it to Texas. So he'll be there for a little while doing some demo stuff before he actually makes it home. But we're getting we're getting super super close. So I've been spending a lot of time doing that, and my church had revival. Um So. But other than that, I did take time to stop by Saturday to the Olika Temple for the uh, fall bluegrass creative market. They had, it was packed as usual, a lot of um, uh, food trucks and uh, a moonshine. They, they said it, they called it moonshine, but it was like a beverage truck. Um, I'm, I didn't stop by, I'd just seen the sign uh, to check it out, but that was one that was different than the one that they've had before in the past. Uh, But the same type of stuff as far as like jewelry and soaps and candles and, uh, and wreaths and all kinds of stuff, but it was all fall related. But, um, but it was really good. I usually like to go to those on Sundays because they had it on Saturday and Sunday where I can hit that and hit the, um, the market, the veggie market. Uh, farmer's, farmer's market. market thank you oh, I <laughs> My mind I just don't, blank. I like, um, I don't know but is. yeah they've got a huge uh farmer's market but it's on Sundays on Southland Drive and I usually like to stop by where I can whenever I go or try to plan it where I hit both but it is because of uh revival I didn't get to do that this time but I did go on Saturday and I also stopped by um the big craft one that they had at, um, Emmanuel Baptist church. They had like 50 different booth, like tents set up all the same type of stuff, but it was all fall related. I ran by there real quick before I, before I made a trip back home. But, um, but I did, I did a bunch of that this past weekend.
2: Well, speaking of like creative markets and stuff like that, we need to make sure that we plug the next mercantile market. That's going to be at Manchester music hall, because that is a fun time. And they just had one, Um, this past weekend or two weekends ago, it was, it was like within a couple of weekends ago, but I think they're going to, they always have one for like Christmas towards Christmas time too. So we definitely need to be on the lookout and plug that because they have a lot, ton of booths down there because Manchester Music Hall is huge. And they also, you know, you can, uh, sip and shop because they have Mm -hmm. the bar open and all that. They have, they have that, uh, that Boston food truck down there i think the one that you were talking about uh that won the or was that the food truck thing the food truck event
0: i don't know
1: the major uh the major one that i would talk well that i speak the most about is the cobbler one that's out of nashville right
2: Bost- but there was- boston's way yes yeah yeah, that one won this but year. that one's always mm-hmm. at manchester mm-hmm. we need to call for the for the mercantile market too sure. so
1: okay well yeah then you if they won you need to definitely check those out um uh, no, but we're getting into that time of year where a lot of those craft markets are out there and and this stuff is custom made, handmade by people, and your makes great gifts coming up for the holidays. got to get out there and support some local stuff and kind of get something that's a little bit more unique and different than what's on Amazon. Or or Etsy. Or,
0: <laughs> Although, well, I'm kinda, Etsy's a lot of uh, local shops and yeah, stuff, it too. Yeah, it is. But
1: you're not having to pay shipping and handling There you right go. there. There you go.
0: Or <laughs> having to wait for it for yeah. Yeah. however long. Yeah. yeah. I didn't do anything revolutionary. I mean, I went to Bear and the Butcher for probably the 40th time because that's where we tailgate. <laughs> tailgate. Yeah. Um, So we always park at our parking spot and then walk there and then eat and then have some drinks and walk back and have some more drinks and then drink on the way to the stadium. Um, So, yeah, went there, Mm -hmm. uh, went to two games. We've had two games, I think, at home since then. Yeah. Uh, We went to Drake's on Sunday.
2: We did. Did you talk about going to the Empanada Queen on the last...
0: No, and I forgot, I knew there was something that I had done, and thank you for reminding me. <laughs> um, yeah, so at the noon football game, uh, my friends and I went early, uh, like, we went into the stadium early and ate at the Empanada Queen, so it's um, local here in Lexington. We asked them if they had a restaurant, and they said they just do catering, mm-hmm. and then they have a booth, like a built-in booth at the football stadium um but it's really good it's a um, like authentic puerto rican cuisine um they have chicken empanadas steak i think they had a shrimp one and then they had two veggie I'm ones sure i've seen them advertise on facebook they yeah. do that's that's
1: yeah. where that's okay. where you can find yeah. them
0: yeah you can and you can order from them online in bulk for like parties and stuff but you just can't go like buy one or two anywhere which is unfortunate. Uh, if they had a storefront, I would go there often. Mm-hmm. But um, I got a chicken and a beef one. Um, for football stadium prices, which you know everything's like just stupid expensive at a football game anyway. Um, they had a combo, two empanadas and a souvenir cup for 17 Which, I mean, pretty good. I mean, mm-hmm. as far as that goes, I guess could be worse for price-wise. But... Um, it's it's nothing like crazy it's just pastries with meat and cheese and spices in them Um, I think I liked the beef one better than the chicken one they were both good but um, they were just like really flaky and like fresh out of the fryer I wish they were a little bigger honestly but um, because then I wouldn't have to eat so many (laughs) But um, like I wanted to go back and get more, but I thought better of myself. But they're really good, so definitely recommend them. Like if you're having a party and you want to order a bunch of empanadas, order those. Or if you're going to the game, go over to section 228, I believe is where it's at, or 226, because it's close to my seats in 223. So head on over there and buy some. Um, they're really good. Yeah, the chicken ones were good, but the the beef one, the beef and the cheese mixture, I think's where it's at. Cause it's very much like having a taco or like a traditional like Hispanic meal like that, like all wrapped up in it. It's really good,
2: really good. Yeah, I actually thought about going over there sure. uh, last week when we when it was we were playing Northern Illinois, and I sat there and I thought I do not want to walk all the way around the stadium,
0: so I didn't. Would have been worth it.
2: Yeah, I just <laughs> didn't. I didn't feel like it. I wasn't yeah. feeling it.
0: Um, I think like you could just get two on their own for ten dollars for two of them that's not terrible five dollars
2: a piece that's not awful yeah Mm -hmm. and they're
0: like hand pie size yeah so they're not giant they're not tiny by any means but they're not giant either um but
2: you want that portability in the stands yes
0: yes um and they were fresh and they were good and you guys should try them so Mm -hmm. definitely check them out thank you for reminding me i even texted carrie at the stadium and said Remind me to talk about this on the podcast. So thanks for reminding me. Yeah. Because I forgot. Because I
2: remember standing in Lauren's kitchen talking about it, but then I thought, oh, we didn't talk about it on this show. So there you go. Whoops.
0: <laughs> oh, well. We would have talked about it eventually. But yeah. So pretty fun stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's enough food talk for the moment. I think it's time for America's favorite segment.
2: Renee's report.
1: <laughs> okay, this this segment is going to be solely about fall fun here in uh, Central Kentucky. There's a website. If anyone hasn't been on it, it's a it's a great place to go called LexFun4Kids.com. The and they put out a fantastic little graph that had a bunch of like farms like fall farms and stuff that you can go to and um really easy to read and kind of gives you an idea of good places to stop so i was just going to kind of go over some of these with you guys um and so we've got baldwin farms and they look like they've got let's see they have a pumpkin patch they have donuts play area games which would also be kind of like your slides and all that kind of stuff for kids to do. They have a corn maze. They have farm animals uh, that you can, um, that they can go pet and feed. And then they've got a farmer's market there. So Baldwin would be a great place to go. Bywater Farm is one that you hear a lot about if you're in this area. And they have everything that on their checklist. So they've got the pumpkin patch, the wagon rides, the donuts, the games, corn maze, Farm animals and a farmers market, but you've also got Buck Meadow Farm and Dana Brook Farm and Devin's Corn Corn Maze and Pumpkin Patch. Eckert's and Eckert's has everything, and we've we've been there. Mm-hmm. They have done a show. Was it last year? Year before?
0: Who can keep track? Of I, so. No. Two years ago. It was, a I think couple it was in, in twenty
1: twenty. So we went there. They have really great apple cider. They have really great apple donuts. It's a good place to stop by. Um, Evans Orchard, that one's usually my favorite that I that I'll stop by and it's in Georgetown. And they've got literally everything. They have hot uh hand pies that are apple pies and they can put caramel and serve it with ice cream. All kinds of stuff. They have fudge. They have all kinds of stuff in there. So it's it's a really good place to go. Happy Jack's Pumpkin Farm, Allen Farms, and Two Sisters Pumpkin Patch. So you've got great opportunities to get out and do some family family fun. Uh, be able to get outside, especially enjoy this fall weather. Get go pick out your Halloween pumpkin. And I take some good photos because when we were there at Eckert's, there was a couple girls all dressed up with their fall stuff and they were, they were doing their Instagram photos, but it's a great place for that. Um, But, and we learned. when we Gary's going
0: to go take her fall photos. (laughs) I
1: know. I can't, I can't wait to see how they turn out. Um, But also when we were at Eckert's, we learned that there are a ton of different kinds of pumpkins. I didn't know that there were that many. So you can, You can get out there and be able to pick out your own pumpkin and and see what uh, what kind of stuff you want. So a lot of good fall activities out there. And then, of course, we're getting ready to get into spooky season where there's going to be all kinds of haunted houses and all kinds of really cool things that we'll get into next month.
2: Cool. Yeah, like that pumpkin thing you did, Sarah. The pumpkin, the looking at the pumpkins. Was that you? Oh, yeah. Oh, I
0: was like... You're going to have to be more specific than looking at pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not you remember online. when went you to Kroger? No. <laughs> remember when you saw some pumpkins online? In Louisville. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. the uh, the I know it has a name. I can't remember what it is. I'm going the, to it, and I can't remember what its yeah. name is. But it starts on Saturday, I believe. Or oh, next week. I
1: was going to say, it's in Louisville, and they have all these yes. pumpkins that are carved.
0: At the Iroquois Amphitheater. Yes. Yes. It's a really
1: cool event if you've not been able to get out and check that out either.
0: Yes, just to Google pumpkins. I can look just, in my... Just email. look
2: pump, pumpkin looking in Louisville or something.
0: Pumpkin looking in
2: Louisville. Pumpkin looking in Louisville. Uh,
0: look up the uh, Iroquois Amphitheater and you'll find it there. I I deleted the email, I'll be honest. But... um. It's there, and it's yeah. their Halloween, and it was really fun. Yeah, and I'm going again. So. And they're still doing
1: the stuff at the gorge, too. Uh, a lot of, like, Halloween fun things in the cave. Mm-hmm. So that's that's going to be cool.
0: Yeah, there's always all kinds of good stuff going on this Which time Which, when of year the leaves start
1: changing here pretty soon, going to the gorge would be a great place. Going to Natural Bridge would be a great place to be able to get a really good view of uh, of the fall colors, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff if you want to see leaves change. So, I
2: believe it is called the Jack-o'-lantern spectacular. That's it.
0: There yeah. we go. There we go. And I l- thought that's what it was, but I didn't want to say it wrong. I'm
2: not going to lie. I, I just Googled Louisville Pumpkin Event.
0: <laughs> there you go. It's pretty cool. Um, It's like half a mile, I think, that you walk, and it's actually a lot of it's uphill. Um, but it's like, yeah, in the. Um, at the Iroquois Amphitheater and you go all around the outside of it and they have like concession stands mm-hmm. so you can drink hot chocolate or huh. liquor or whatever if you want and, like they sell like fair food and stuff but you just walk around and look at the pumpkins and there's usually a theme so last year it was TV shows throughout history um, which was really cool and then they had some like so that was like the big giant pumpkins but they have literally I think 5,000 pumpkins and, and she's of, not over exaggerating No it's literally 5,000 And they put them all up in the trees Like in the top of the trees And all over the place It's really cool and kind of spooky So
2: according, just just FYI According to this This is a ticketed event yeah, you, you have you, to, buy you need to buy a online, ticket yeah. for So it's just not You can't just go to the park And look at them or whatever But yeah. apparently And I'm just going to read this real quick Because this is interesting jack olantern Spectacular was started in Oxford, Massachusetts in 1988 88, by a handful of families and their kids as a fundraiser for a public school system. After they grew up, some of those high schoolers and one of the dads eventually took the show to Providence Zoo. From those humble beginnings, Passion for Pumpkins, Inc., a multimedia production company, was formed. The event came to Louisville in 2013 and is held annually in Iroquois Park with more than 5,000 artistically carved pumpkins illuminated illuminated at night as an organic art show.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. Mm-hmm.
2: So there you go.
0: And they have the pretty sparkly lights up in the trees, too, mm-hmm. that are like all different colors and stuff. So, yeah, it was really neat. And um, I think. Me and Desiree went last year, and I think we went on the coldest this night uh, of the entire decade. <laughs> because it was quite chilly, but it was fun. And I think it might have been... I think it was Halloween. We
2: went on Halloween. I think you did.
0: Yeah.
1: Because
2: Halloween was on a Sunday, because yes, I think we recorded and it, and, on then, yeah, and then you went. So this says it's yeah. going to be the 4th through the 31st. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: So yeah. there you go. So mm-hmm. check it out. and Buy tickets. Go to Louisville. Yeah. Do that. Alrighty. Well, that was some good news, so...
2: Yeah.
0: now it's time for america's second favorite segment everybody
2: wants to try some food
0: my yeah, bad. I'm hard. a little
2: froggy today, so I was able to get that.
0: Uh, yeah, I had to start higher. Get so that
2: lower. Yeah. So, so today's uh, food trying offering actually comes from Heather from Bourbon to Bad Opinions, who mm-hmm. does listen to the show. So shout out to her. Hi, Heather. Uh, she just moved here from Las Vegas mm-hmm. uh, two years ago, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she she grew up in California, so she's you know she's West Coast. West Coast is the best Coast, straight. <laughs> um, but she's been having fun exploring Kentucky and all the foods and stuff like that. And uh, so we need to have her on the show at some point to talk about, yep. you know, sure, Las Vegas and come on in California and mm-hmm. all that food scene out there. But. She's on Bourbon and Bad Opinions for some reason, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and uh, she uh, shops at World Market out here sometimes. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I like that place. And she went out there and she saw this candy bar, and she thought it'd be perfect for our trying segment oh, on yeah. this show. And this is from Hammonds, mm-hmm. and I think Sarah, we may have had an offering from them previously a long time ago. Yeah,
0: like one with bacon in it, something like pigs and. It was called pig something, I
2: don't know. Yeah. With bacon. So Renee, you can get a piece of that while I read the what else is on the label. So this is their chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles milk chocolate with maple syrup. And when you look on the ingredients, it does specifically say that it has it does contain chicken flavored soup base. So uh, what do uh, y'all think?
0: I had a piece of it earlier. Yeah. I'm trying another piece again. I don't taste the chicken. I just taste taste the syrup. I tasted salty, Mm -hmm.
2: like Mm -hmm. just a salt flavored chocolate, which is not bad. Mm -hmm. It's not off-putting. Like, I don't get like, yeah, but there's, it's, I really expected this, like, when it says chicken flavored soup base, I expect like a bouillon flavor, Mm -hmm. you Maybe that's
0: where the salt's coming from. I
2: think that probably is, but there's no chicken flavor.
1: Mm -mm. I'm I'm kind of okay with that. That, like, I was smelling it, because a lot of times, like, even if you can't taste it, you can smell it, and it Mm-mm. smells like I don't, chocolate. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't smell it smells just like chocolate. Um,
2: yeah, just gives has a salty taste.
1: Mm-hmm. But the chocolate is actually really good, as mm-hmm. far as it's not bad. the quality of yeah. the chocolate's pretty good.
2: I mean, I don't know if it's something I would necessarily seek out, no. but I don't dislike it.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good.
0: Thanks, Heather. No, oh, that's awesome.
1: Well, I actually have something else for us here. Oh, (laughs) Jesus. That I'm right. I had had to order these because this is going to be too much fun
0: not to. Oh, no, that looks worse than the other
1: one. (laughs) Well, at least it's jelly beans. That's
0: Mm -hmm. true. That's true. This is taco
1: truck jelly beans. We're a late night snack. So. Let me finish eating this chocolate. I don't want to talk with my mouth full. Right oh, here. I can, Sorry, I here. Talk with I, yeah, I, get,
2: I can get you. So you got margarita, churro, salsa, guacamole, beef taco, and horchata. So to tell you the truth, the beef taco is the one that sounds the most off-putting. Yeah, that's kind of a Because I can handle margarita. Churros are good.
0: I'm, I'm really excited about the horchata, actually. And
2: horchata is very delicious. Horchata. And I'm hoping that maybe... We can discern the colors better than we did with the candy corn. Yeah,
0: yeah. I still have the candy corn ones and I won't lie to you. I did pick out all of the vanilla ice cream and the fruit punch ones and those are bad. They were good.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think we're really gonna be able I'm just gonna dump some out on the table here. And I think you're Is
0: there a guide on the Yes. Okay. So, yes, let's do that. I'm guessing this is the beef taco.
2: No, the churro is the brown one. Well... I Oh, uh, hey, well, I love churros. I don't Let know which one. That. So... so <laughs> I don't know which one. They both look brown to me. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. To me. yeah this is definitely churro. Ooh. If it was beef, I you would... You know, know what? Be this
2: may be one. guacamole. The only guacamole I could actually eat.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. The white ones, Sarah, are the horchata.
0: Ooh,
2: okay. I'll try horchata. Okay. The guacamole is actually pretty good. So... <laughs>
0: The horchata is amazing. I'll try. It. Is it? Try that guac. Yes. Try that
2: guacamole right there. So it's it's the green. Yeah, that one. It's got this mm-hmm. fresh kind of lime taste. It's good. It's like surprisingly delicious. So
1: oh, the red, some- the reddish color
2: one yeah. is salsa. Listen. Oh, that's weird. But I don't hate it.
0: What is it? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <No. laughs>
2: I don't hate it. It's like
0: ketchup almost.
2: It tastes like salsa. Like it straight up tastes like salsa.
0: It but tastes like the like, it tastes like the salsa that comes in lunch. I hate salsa. Hold on.
2: Who hates salsa? Get out of here.
0: Ugh. Which one's supposed to be the, is this the taco one? What is that one?
1: I don't um, know. Kind of the yellowish color one?
2: That may be the beef taco one.
1: W- is it? Yeah, that's okay. it. Oh, yeah. So that was the one that I spent. So the solid green one, I think S- it's margarita.
0: That's um, spicy. Not hot spicy, but...
1: But it doesn't suck. I'm telling you what. No.
2: I think my favorite one is the guacamole.
0: Did you try the horchata?
2: I did not.
1: That's the white one.
0: What's the other one
2: left? Margarita, which is the bright green one.
0: This
1: one? The solid green one. Oh. That one.
0: That one. Mm. Yeah, the- I ate another taco. <laughs> The
1: horchata is good.
0: The horchata I mean, yeah. wash this taco. So this, is,
1: all in all, is not a bad set. Those uh, don't suck. Of, I like of uh, For them to be jelly beans and be taco trick. It's late night taco trick. They're kind of fun. They're not terrible. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate the salsa. Hmm.
0: Sorry, I'm still tasting the margarita. Mm-hmm. It's, that one and the Guac one both tasted like lime, but different. Mm -hmm. Like different Mm -hmm. limes. I was going to say something clever, but it left my mind. (laughs) If we're being honest, it was never there.
2: These are 100% better than the candy corn.
0: Yes. I will be taking these. Because I feel like you can discern.
2: I'm going to have to put a few in a cup in case John or, or Heather... Would want to try them? Yes, please. But uh, those those are more mm. those are more be- those are more better uh. those are better than the candy corn right. because number one you could you could distinguish more of the colors mm-hmm. and number two the flavor was like better.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well no, it. We need- When it said on the bag what it was, when you tasted it, it, yeah, it it, it was there.
0: Amalgamation of the flavors in the actual, like like she said, the salsa tasted like salsa, Mm -hmm. and the beef taco tasted like. You put taco seasoning yeah. in it. That's what it tasted like. The, like it didn't taste yeah. beefy. <laughs> the snozberries tasted like snozberries. Damn it! <laughs> Although I feel like it's affecting my voice. All these different flavors. No.
2: Well, uh oh, because now you got to do. Froggy. You got to do the history segment. I know it's, it's your turn. Good,
0: it's a good thing I've got my do here to wash right. it all down because it's time for uh, this week's hinky history lesson. I gotta do that better because I can do and do really good mouth worn sounds, but I'm gonna have to like work on that. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. Okay, yeah, it was better. All right. so it's better. Yeah, I'll work on it. Um, so I have a mountain, a diet Mountain Dew to wash this all down with because this week's hinky history lesson is about the history of Mountain Dew. Oh, okay. We're gonna do the Dew. All right. Dang. Alrighty, so Mountain Dew or MTN Dew, all uppercase, because you know it's in your face. you Gotta yell it, Mountain Dew, do the Dew. Oh, we also and we also like like,
1: to abbreviate everything because spelling the word Mountain takes too long.
0: True. Well, I mean, it makes sense. It was invented in Tennessee, so you know they can't be saying a lot of big words there. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm talking smack on you, Tennessee. What about it? Um, Well, Mountain Dew was invented in Tennessee in 1940 by Barney and Allie Hartman. They were brothers. Um, Its formula has been revised a few times, first by Bill Bridgeford in 1958, then again by William H. Bill Jones of the Tip Corporation in 1961, who then sold it to PepsiCo in 1964, where it currently resides, in its little PepsiCo hope. Between the 1940s and the 1980s, there was only one variety of Mountain Dew, which was citrus flavored and caffeinated in most markets. Diet Mountain Dew was introduced in 1988, followed by Mountain Mountain Dew Red, which was introduced and discontinued all in 1988. Didn't last very long. In 2001, a cherry flavor variant called Code Red debuted. Very good. Love a Code Red. Expansions of the product line had continued to this day, including specialty offerings, limited time productions, region specific, and retailer specific flavors of Mountain Dew. Current flavors include, and this is updated as of like two weeks ago Voodoo, which is Voodoo 2022, which I tried on the show. Yep. There was also one last year that we tried. Uh, Baja Blast, Baja Mango Gem, Baja Gold. Baja Gold. Wow spark major melon code red live wire and voltage there are also zero sugar versions of most of these flavors as well as the original mountain dew zero sugar there are a couple of mountain dew variations including mountain dew kickstarts most of which i've had there's the orange citrus the black cherry the grape the fruit punch and the pineapple orange mango and then the mountain dew amp so there's an original mountain dew flavor and a cherry blast there's also Mountain Dew Game Fuel which has a bunch of flavors too, but I'm not a gamer, so I didn't go delving into that world because I have a little link for it on their website, but it takes you to a whole external site and it's like a whole thing and I don't know about it and don't care about it, so <laughs> for being honest. And you know I'm always honest with you guys. Don't care about that. Um, let's see go on further down here the Tennessee brothers Barney and Allie Hartman developed Mountain Dew as a mixer in the 1940s so soft drinks were sold regionally in the 30s and the Hartmans had difficulty in Knoxville obtaining their preferred soda to mix with liquor preferably whiskey so the two developed their own Uh, originally a 19th century term or slang term for whiskey especially Highland Scotch whiskey the Mountain Dew name was trademarked for the soft drink in 1948 Mountain Dew was originally Southern and or Scots-Irish slang for moonshine, as referenced in the Irish folks on the rare Old Mountain Dew, dating from 1882. Early bottles and signage carried the reference forward by showing a cartoon-stylized hillbilly, which, of course, it's uh, it's moonshine and it's in Tennessee. The original hillbillies, yeah. Um, the first sketches of the original Mountain Dew bottle labels were devised in 1948 by John brachetto, and representation on product packaging has changed at multiple multiple points in the history of the beverage. PepsiCo, then the Pepsi Cola Company, acquired the Mountain Dew brand in 1964, and shortly thereafter, in 1969, the logo was modified as the company sought to shift its focus to a younger, outdoorsy generation. Whew, that was a long sentence. New logos were introduced in 1996, 1998, and 2005. And in October of twenty or 2008, the Mountain Dew logo was redesigned to MTN Dew within the U.S. market, with rebranding trickling down to the variant flavors in 2011. In its primary market of the United States, the ingredient composition of Mountain Dew is listed as, this is important, carbonated water, high fructose corn syrup, uh, concentrated orange juice, citric acid, natural flavors, and then some of the other stuff that's in all the other uh, pops and then also yellow five so you know yellow five's controversial um the ingredient makeup of mountain dew varies based on the country of production for example in canada the sweetener listed is glucose fructose which is another name for high fructose corn syrup and until 2012 it was caffeine freed by default formerly the composition included brominated vegetable oil as an emulsifier banned in foods throughout europe and japan although as of 2020 it's been removed so it's a little more healthier for us for us now maybe just the yellow number five is going to give us cancer but you know whatever
1: (laughs) you know whatever well we'd like to know as far as like the sales for the pepsi pepsi company where mountain dew stands because it seems like i would imagine the original pepsi probably does well but i would feel like mountain dew and dr pepper because they seem to taste better than their Coke counterparts, the Mellow Yellow, and the Mr. P.
0: Interesting you say that. I feel like a lot of people would say the opposite.
1: Really? I thought, I, I, would yeah. always, I would feel like it's the other way around.
0: And I feel like whenever we did that blind taste test of like Coke and Pepsi and uh-huh. all that, that one time, didn't we all land on liking Coke better too, maybe? Or maybe... Yeah, I like Pepsi, but I don't remember. I grew up on Mountain Dew and Pepsi, and not a lot of Coke. Right, but I think I might have flipped that actually. And really? they taste different enough. I feel like you can like them both because I don't think that Mellow Yellow tastes like Mountain Dew, personally. But maybe that's just me.
2: So, G-daw. like this is this is a I think this is a, this is a statistic from the '90s. So I guess take from this what you will. But Mountain Dew had $2.7 billion in annual sales, ranking at number six in popularity behind Coke, Pepsi, Diet Coke, Dr. Pepper, and Diet Pepsi. So let me see if I can pull this up. The market share of Mountain Dew in 2020, they had a 6.8% market share. So that's pretty, I think that's not a whole lot. I don't know.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I feel like, of all the major ones, I feel like Coke gets by far the most play. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, on, like, TV Mm -hmm. commercials and stuff. Mm -hmm. Because I see way more Coke commercials than I do, like, Mm -hmm. even Pepsi or anything else. But, yeah, I'd say, like, it's probably pretty far up there. I mean... When you would think that Coke probably dominates 35 to 40% of the market or something crazy like that. Well, in 2019,
2: Mountain Dew was one of the most popular soft drinks in South Korea, Mm -hmm. according to statistics.com. Almost 4% of the country's population drank it that year.
1: That's a lot. That is a lot. That is a lot.
2: Yeah, and so in t- in 2019, also about 120 million U.S. dollars was spent on U.S. advertising for the Mountain Dew brand. PepsiCo spent more on ads for its Gatorade and Pepsi brands that year. Coca Cola was the top spender in the country, spending almost 300 million dollars on Coke ads. God, can you imagine? That's so a lot of money. it has a small market share. I think. I mean, again, obviously behind regular Coke, regular Pepsi, but in terms of like other types of soft drinks that are regular Coke. I think it, it holds its own pretty good.
0: Yeah, and they have, like, a lot of those gimmicky flavors, which I think mm-hmm. keeps it up there in relevance, too. Not that it wouldn't be, like, relevant without that stuff. I think it's got a pretty, like, I don't want to say a cult following because it's still very popular, but it has its, its niche market. I mean, there's not a lot of older people that drink Mountain Dew because, like they said, they market it to younger people. And especially, like... Gamer dudes, or like men of that age. So, I don't know. I can, it's definitely popular. I don't know if it would ever outdo Coke or Pepsi. Yeah. But so, I still enjoy
2: it. In 2020, Diet Mountain Dew um only accounted for about a 2.1% market share. So, even smaller than Mm -hmm. regular Mountain Dew. I love
0: a tight Mountain Dew. A DMD.
2: Yeah. A lot of people do. I know a lot of people drink it. So, that's interesting, though, that I love the fact that it was was born out of the fact that somebody needed a mixer.
0: Yeah. That sounds about (laughs) right. And I always, like, in college and stuff, and maybe, like, people did it in high school, too. I don't remember. I really wasn't cool enough to drink in high school, so I didn't. But, um... I always heard people mixing Mountain Dew with like whiskey or mixing it with vodka, and that sounds gross to me. Like I wouldn't do it now. That sounds disgusting. But I guess maybe if you're hard up, I
2: mixing. honestly I think I would probably be more likely to t- to mix it with moonshine. To tell you the truth, because I've had some moonshines and that yeah. it would benefit from from Mountain Dew.
0: <laughs> moonshines when I um, I've tried I can't hang. Yeah
2: they're they're pretty but yeah i love the fact that it was invented solely on the fact that they needed a mixer for the alcohol
0: and that it was caffeine free in canada until very recently yeah. so
2: and it was named uh, uh it was named for the slang term for moonshine whiskey moonshine, moonshine. Mm-hmm. yeah that's yep. that's awesome
0: and that that was scottish and the original hillbillies came from scotland yes they did so once again thank you joe bob briggs for teaching me that there you go <laughs> yes
2: good history yeah thank good you. good history lesson yes
0: i appreciate it all right so i think that's pretty much the the gist of the show today i'm drinking my diet mountain dew uh carrie what are you sipping on we didn't get a response from scott we so no he guess this week. he didn't
2: guess this week so that, that's, okay. that's
0: okay i think he was a uh, like excited about the dr pepper box so yeah, which, which is again, fair i was excited super about cool. it too. yeah it yeah. yes. was super cool thanks again and thank you yeah thank you again scott that yeah was, for that was sure awesome. i've been using my water bottle with a little uv light in it so yeah. now i got clean water
2: so how does that work did you figure it out
0: i did it comes with a little charging thing you just charge the cap and then oh. when you put your water in there you put the lid on you hit the little button on top and it shoots a little uv light through it for three minutes hmm. and that sanitizes your water Interesting. Yes, it's the same concept I use in my work sometimes to clean some of our
2: rooms. So is is that something that like, you know, like with the the life straws and stuff like that is probably not. You probably wouldn't want to take it and put it in a pond and then...
0: I doubt it. I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah. But, you know, I think just for like water that comes out of the tap Tap. or out of a filter. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's fun for me to like... Sit there and watch the little because it says like UV and then it has like the little dots going across. Oh, okay, so, so, cool. So that's
2: fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. fun little product there. Yeah, cool. Well, I'm glad y'all. I'm glad y'all won that. No, those it was, it was very, very, and uh, very nice pr- prizes.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what are you drinking? Are oh, you what am drinking?
2: I drinking? Yeah, I got uh, sidetracked there. <laughs> uh, a black cherry, uh, fizzy water. Classic standard, not terrible. Yeah, it's fine. I just grabbed it out of the refrigerator.
0: Can't go wrong with black I thought
2: about going for a regular Coke, but I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not kidding y'all. I'm getting old and I can't have caffeine this late. I actually thought about making myself a cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have some cider pods for the Keurig floating around there somewhere too. But then I was like, man, oh. if I make this cider, I'm going to want to put bourbon in it. And I just, I, you know, I don't want to do that
0: that reminded me something else foodie that I did I know the end, but I used my star award points from my work mm-hmm. and that I've been saving up for like a year mm-hmm. and I got an espresso machine <laughs> and it came last weekend so I've been kind of playing around with that and I got some espresso coffee for it yesterday but it's the death wish one so it has a lot of caffeine in it so I made myself a little uh, latte this morning And it's really fun And the first time I tried to use it uh, It shot off the machine Because I wasn't holding on to it tightly enough. But you know what We figured it out We're fine I have accessories coming for it A little espresso cup Some mm-hmm. little milk cup holder mm-hmm. For the frother Yeah. So yeah Alright It's going to be fun And we're going to have a good time Nice Yeah so I'm enjoying nice. it And it's you're going to
2: save some money
0: Heck yeah Starbucks is only getting more expensive I have yep. to maintain that gold status, though, so I'll still go on occasion <laughs> me. I can't lose the gold that's status. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And then what are you drinking, Renee? Water. In your uh, cup with your husband's uh, face all over yes. it. Yes,
2: He is a superhero. He
0: sure is. Yes. Yes, and welcome home, Richard. Yes. Because you'll be home the next time we record. So. Yay. Yes, transit yes now. that is for sure. Thank you for your service. All righty. Well... You can, if you want to hear more of this stuff and see pictures of the food, um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at HungryAndKY. You can email us, HungryAndKY at gmail.com. And our show comes out every other Wednesday, wherever you find podcasts. Mm -hmm. So then where do we find our blog?
1: Our blog is Bluegrass Bourbon & Eats. We are on Facebook and Instagram under Bluegrass Bourbon & Eats. We are on Twitter at BB&Eats. And and our website is bbneats.com.
0: And you can find Carrie uh-huh.
2: on Twitter's at GRLS Beer sports on Facebook or on Instagram. We are everywhere. Good podcasts are free.
0: All righty. Well, thanks again for listening to Hungry in Kentucky. And as always, stay hungry, Kentucky.